Motherfunkers. Hello, welcome to Motherfunk. Motherfunk Monday. I'll say that again, just Motherfunk. Tell me Shirley. why I don't like Mondays. Still got no, it, Shirley. We're not mentioning, yeah, I've still got it. We can't it. mention the Monday thing. We can't mention the Monday <laughs> Oh, maybe we can. No, no we're not shush mentioning now. Monday Don't still go. Don't still go. We can. Okay. It's Monday. Okay, Shirley, I've spent a sheesh load of cash this morning already. Fantastic. It's terrifying. I was on Amazon. I bought a lot of things. Anything for me? Anything for me? I bought stuff for you on Friday. I spent a lot of time on you, actually, on Friday. Annoying a lot of time, of time and not so much you. money. I'd rather a lot well, of money and very little time. I actually went physically shopping for you on Friday because I thought, you know what? You're so difficult to buy for. I've got to be there. I've got to touch. I've got to smell. And it was annoying. I won't. I'm, <laughs> I'm, gla- I'm glad I annoyed you by proxy. No, no, no. I had an excuse to go to the, um, the boutiques and I'm there. Have you spent any money recently, Shay, that belongs to you? Money that belongs to <laughs> me. It's a very good question. A very good I question. have been putting my money to one side to my pensions and my oh, savings schemes. Um, I get richer while the willing partner gets poorer. Um, nice. It's part of the big plan, Shirley. It's part of the big plan. Well, I would have had some money to spend on my, um, you know, my parking tickets had I not contested one. However. You can't Do you know what? I, I'm, 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 no, no, no. I'm just trying to think. I actually haven't spent any money in the last Good few days. You. Bully mm. for you. How's your son this morning? He's, uh, he's, 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 I don't know what to say about Is him. Is he asleep? He's asleep now, yeah. See, mine hasn't been napping this weekend and I found that very, very tricky. I just wouldn't be able to cope. It's my, I mean, those two hours are, it's my... Two hours. I mean, I feel yeah. like I feel like going to church just to thank whomever. I'd or I'd go anywhere, a synagogue, Teach a mosque. Zoo. I just Teach it, it really it really means the world to me. How are you coping? Well, luckily I was half cut on both days, so it was fine. Um, we have visitors on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday we have visitors two by two. Very nice, spontaneous, which was lovely. And Sunday we went to a pub for lunch, which was Stop. really lovely. Yeah, we went to a pub in Pimlico. It was really. Um, there weren't that many people. I mean, there were lots of people, sort of, but socially distanced. It was really, it felt great to be out. And we celebrated by having lots and lots of lovely drinks. <laughs> I don't doubt it. we walked there it. and walked back. And my son was just rolling around the pub floor. Um, and people were looking at him disparagingly because they were in looking Pimico with their little puppies. Judging. Judging, yeah. Have you been to a pub yet, Shirley? I've not been to a pub yet. I saw the pictures on social media. I don't want to be part of it. It's not for me. I don't want to be part of that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Very much. (laughs) I will continue to socialise outdoors. Actually, I said to my willing partner, I said, if this continues through the winter, because we don't want the people inside, I'm going to get one of those awnings that on a motor. You can buy us an awning on a motor and you can get us some heaters. And some heaters. And I said, (laughs) and I said, will you, you know, will you oversee that financially? And she said, sure, sure. Of course I will. Anything for you. Um, We are very excited because a couple of weeks ago, we interviewed the wonderful Jen Brister, didn't we, Charles? Gosh, she's a hoot. Without further ado, I think. Uh, Now, you may have had the pleasure of seeing this one live on the stage or indeed live at the Apollo. You'll certainly have heard her North London dulcets on the radio. But recently, and most impressively, she wrote an actual book called The Other Mother about her experience starting a family with her female partner. And she's even done a TED Talk. I can't cope. She describes herself as a stand-up comedian, writer, actor and dickhead. I describe her as Spanish, hot and funny as fuck. Please welcome... 
Jen Shirley's. That is definitely the best introduction oh, I have good. literally ever had in my arduous career. And I, I, I'm so glad that we've recorded that. Thank you. So you can cut and paste that. Yeah. You can play it back in the dark hours of lockdown. So good to have you. Are, How oh, are you, Jen? So we like good. to call you Yen, but we'll call you Jen because of being professional. No, I, I actually prefer it when you call me Yen. Um, I haven't seen either of you for about 45 years, but you've oh, aged well. Yeah, you great. Not, yeah, I know. We're in a very fuzzy screen in the bottom of your phone. Listen, I put on some fondant. A lot of Vaseline There's on the lens. There's a lot of Vaseline on the I lens. I discovered a whisker the other day. <laughs> I discovered a whisker either side. Joanna, if, if this is the first time you've discovered a whisker, then really... So you've been taking the piss out of my whiskers since the 80s. Don't go mentioning yours now. I got a goatee from the age of 27, so I... Uh, although I can highly recommend, although it's not possible anymore, just Oh, yeah, I know. But, uh, no, I'm with Who's you, sister. I'm, I'm with you, sister. Because you don't think I... Because, you know, I'm, I've got Arab in me, but it's my bottom half that's Arab. And the top half has been Irish up until recently. Um, so... So I'm a bit like the way I have issues down there. I've done the lasering. I do everything. It's, but it's, you know, I thought, yes, I'm quite Caucasian up top, but no longer. Do you know what? I don't think it's, um, obviously, I think if you have any melanin, you're going to get a bit more of a beardo. But um, I think just being a middle-aged woman, there, there needs to be <laughs> yeah, support groups for it, really, doesn't there? We are. Like, listen, we are middle-aged. We are, we are middle-aged. Oh, we are monobrow. Oh we are lowbrow. Well, you're not. You're, you're, no, you're not. You're, neither of you are middle-aged. You can't take that mantle. I very much am. I am 45. So I, I am. too am 40 plus 80, but I don't pay as much tax as you because I don't earn as much. So You are literally, have you, no, have you just turned she's 40? She's been 40 for time. <laughs> she's been 40 for about <laughs> six years. I'm like Deborah Francis White. I never reveal my age. No way. <laughs> I'm trying to work it out. Uh, no, nor should you. No, but Jen, you still look 12. So well done you. You might be 45, but you still look 12. Oh, it's it's this lens again, isn't it? It's this Vaseline. Honestly, I... I, I was about to I, say, I, it's I shaved all my hair though, off. It? It tends to happen, Shirley. Yeah, no, it's growing back. But um, it's... it. I know, lots of people are very surprised when my hair's... They've got always oh, grown. I'm like, that's just <laughs> what hair does. You listen, you've got a good face. You've got a great face for radio. You've got a great face for short hair, babes. You're hot to trot. Shirley was talking about Philip Schofield. He's come out of the shell since he's come out, hasn't he? This he's suddenly got happens. a personality. Oh, you can't, my I mean, God. This is listen, like a jack in the box. I know. I, wish, I mean, like, if only he'd come out earlier, we, we would have I know. We would have seen that he was, yeah, had, had a personality. That would have been. I feel sorry. I feel sorry for him. Do I feel sorry for him? I feel sorry for him not being able to come out. But I feel like Phil Schofield was... Do you feel sorry for his wife? Oh, my God. No. Obviously more for his wife, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like Philip Schofield coming out was a little bit like when George Michael came out or when Barry Manilow came out. I don't feel yeah, like it yeah. was a shock to no. most people within no the shit, game Sherlock. community. Exactly. I think all of us were like, oh, yeah, God, thank fuck for that. You've taken your time, mate. I mean, I don't... It was, just was not a... People were genuinely shocked, though, weren't they? Like, can you believe that that camp man <laughs> is actually no. homosexual? It's like, exactly. yeah, can. Totally. Um, anyway, I hope he's getting some. That's the oh, most important sure thing. Oh, for sure he is. That's the most important thing. For sure. He has to be. Jen, yeah. let's talk about the fact. How old are your twin boys? So We must mention the fact that you are a mother of twin boys. Yes, they're five. Gosh. They're f- Sheesh. They are five years of age now. So they started school uh, in September. 
and are now obviously <laughs> no longer at school. So how are you coping? Well, I have days where it's fine. And I think I'm so lucky that I get to spend so much time with them. And I'm day, I have days where I just want to take myself off to a travel lodge and um, just disappear for about six weeks. So, it, you know, it varies day to day how I feel. But it's, it's, um, twins is, it's hardcore. you know, quite you know, full I'm on. a twin, Jen. You know yeah, that. Co- yeah, I do. You've got a twin brother, have you? I've got a twin you? brother and it's hectic. And that's why I was so terrified of, you know, possibly having twins myself. Because I know. Yeah. Well, if you if you have another one, you could have twins. This is the thing, and I'm terrified. It's 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 a big reason why um I'm sort of um thinking against even trying. Um. Well. Um. Because one set is nice. I think your, you did the uh, right thing. Would uh, the big M try? Would she have a go? Yeah. <laughs> no name from your... a willing partner. Um. The thing is, <laughs> I've asked. Um. And uh, the, the jury's out. So. Jury's out, but that would be nice, wouldn't it? I could just use another vessel. So no, I think probably <laughs> no. Would you? Would you have done it? Oh, I mean, I'm 45 and I'm very much in the menopause. I'm on HRT, so no. I remember actually um, watching your show on the Privilege, which was fabulous, by the way. It was the last show I saw before we went into lockdown, and I remember you saying in that show, like, why on earth would I um, carry my own? baby you know I've seen what happens I'm not fucking stupid and I was with my mother-in-law my willing partner's mum and she just got up on her two dodgy knees and cheered too bad she said to me she's absolutely right she's spot on I mean why would you and she's given birth to quite a few and she absolutely thought you had it spot on she just goes no she speaks a lot of sense um looking at me I said it's too late for me love um but yes and I as I got my eyes on her daughter to, to to carry the next one it is the advantage of being in a lesbian relationship with a partner who wanted to be pregnant. Yeah. And 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 another one, that's me, uh, who wasn't bothered. But, you know, um I was 37 when we started the, the whole process of trying to get Chloe pregnant. So I sort of knew then that it was uh, I I wasn't it was never going to happen for me, and I was fine well, with women it. Have because babies at 30. I was thirty-seven. People have them at forty-five. They really do. Yes, I mean they they absolutely do. But unbeknownst to me, at thirty-eight, that was the start of my yeah, perimenopause. and that happens to a lot. So, We've got lots of friends so, who have started their menopause, you know, in their you 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 thirties yeah. in your late thirties. So you don't know it. I mean, and this is the the thing when people say, "Oh, you don't worry about you," you know, and I've only got pregnant at seventy-eight. You know, you're like, well, okay, but. Most yes. women's fertility starts to dip in there after thirty-five. Mine went off a cliff. Yeah, you can still get pregnant when you're perimenopausal, but it's yeah, much, much harder. harder. And also, you're knackered. The older you are, exactly. they're knackered. You're knackered. Good. Oh my god, I'm so tired. You know? Yeah. All of, All the, time. of the time. And grey hair, loose I'm teeth. So bored. Uh, you are tired, and that's the reason. You know, I think if if one was to crack on, I think cracking on almost immediately is probably much the best way. Because if you have any hiatus, you just realise that you, you can't. Shirley, are you no. trying to tell us something? Yeah. Oh, dear, I didn't. This is another podcast. Maybe not for now. I'm just saying, you know, there's no, absolutely you're getting no reason on your back, you... aren't you? You are. Well, I, I haven't been recently, but I, I might this evening. They're alone. Well, you know what? I mean, exactly. I just, you know. This, once you've completed Netflix, do you know what else is there to do? Pascal, 
what then just yeah hop on your back off we go we both read your book jen the other mother and to our listeners out there it really is a great read it's a it's a right riot and a rump of a read and um, I, I really, I especially connected to it because it's called The Other Mother and um, that's my willing partner's role. And so actually reading your words made me think of her a lot and, and, and what she goes through and what she must have felt and still does feel. Um, of course, we have conversations about it, so I'm aware of that. I'm not completely living in a box. But I know that, for instance, down the road um, in there, well, we're not so we frequent these shops anymore in lockdown, but the corner stores thinks that she's the biological mother of our child because she hasn't had the courage to say anything different and because um you know she thinks there's the cultural differences they wouldn't really understand and it just never really came up so when I go in she says can you just say that you're you know just just be the nanny or something I'm just going okay okay then I don't mind there's uh, you know there's just a certain place she goes they don't they think I'm the mother the advice from that you know she gets really nervous she actually had a question for you because I said do you have any questions for Jen and she said does it get easier do people just stop asking the bloody question when they start growing up um but I have to people are fascinated with babies and they they are less interested in children I I, I think in this country we love babies and we mm. love animals. Uh, but we hate kids. <laughs> we absolutely hate children in this country. And if you go to, and I, I'm sure it's the same uh, in the Middle East, but if you certainly in, in the Mediterranean, if you children are everywhere because they love them. Whenever I go to Spain or uh, time we went to Portugal, um, you know, I was seeing family. Then, my God, you know, everyone will stop you and like want to cuddle your kid and oh. They're so beautiful. Whereas in this country, they're like, oh, does your kid have to be alive? You know, why is your child in this shop? Because I can't put them on a leash and leave them outside, you prick, you know. And the amount of scathing looks you look you get when you're sort of wandering around with a double buggy when you've got twins. It's like, you know, people just really lose their shit. You're like, I don't what I Yeah, we well, should have had, had him, him didn't you? I should have had him if you didn't want him. Brilliant now that you've got them. <laughs> Well, they're an accident, love. I know. And you say that in your book, each other. Every time you're walking along the, the curb with this cheap double buggy and just falling around, everyone's just so angry with you. I mean, I look at twins with pity. I look at the mother with pity. I go, I can't believe this. That's so much work for you. You have my empathy. I would never get angry oh. at someone with a double buggy. And yet they do. They and they do. do. But yeah. what's the deal with twins? So friends um, of ours that have tough. twins, they always look after each other. They stay together. They pray together, you know. Is, that, is it the same with your boys? Do they look after? Do they need other friends, or are they self-sufficient as a unit? Pre pre lockdown, obviously, Jen. Pre lockdown. Um, no, they that's the lovely thing. In fact, it, it, well, it is, but also that 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 it's really hard to get them to yeah. socialise yeah, or integrate. Cares about that, it's um, bullshit, uh, isn't it? <laughs> like, you've got to socialise. They've got to learn. Well, no, they fucking don't. It doesn't matter. You know, people get through life. It no, just you're doesn't probably matter, right. Socialising a child. No, no, no. If they've got each other, I, that's I, all that matters, isn't it? Well, it, it is, but it, it makes it uh, so when they're at school, one of them is quite happy to sort of play. He's quite, he's very, he's a real yeah. boy boy. So he can really get into the boy games. And the other one is, is, um, He's a bit yeah. more fluid, you know, he's just not really sure what he's into, but he loves crafts and he likes dressing up and, um, I mean, he, he does, he does play, yeah, he's a little one. So he does play stuff, but he's also just like, you know, his favourite colour is pink. And he made, a, just now, he made a den for Santa Claus and his elves. Wait. It's June. I don't know what to say to this boy. 
he's so excited about Christmas. <laughs> he's already preparing. Um, so they're, they're very different. And he, the, the little one, is a bit more like, I just, I, he finds it harder to integrate with the boys. So he likes to, all of his friends are girls. So then he doesn't okay. play with his brother yeah. when they're at school. So it, it, I don't know. It's a bit tricky. You want them yeah. to have each other and to be the best of friends, but you also want them to, when they go out in the world, that they are also not like, but I don't have my friend with me. What can I do? You know, that they can just go out and be independent and hang out. And I think eventually the little one will figure out that his, he's just going to be with the girls and his brother's going to be with the boys and that'll be it. They'll, they'll, he'll, they'll, they'll figure that out. that out. But, it, you know, it's, it's quite hard to watch, <laughs> to watch them work it out. It's, it's heartbreaking. Oh, I can imagine. And Jen, oh, I, imagine. I haven't got any friends, I Mama. I was like, oh, I'll be your best friend. <laughs> yeah, Mama will be I your best your friend. best friend. Yeah, I know. You, you just turned into that person. person. As you're welling up. <laughs> but just quickly, are you the mother that you thought you would be? I know it's a difficult question in terms of who knows, but, you know, with your tutti-frutti background, with your Spanish mother, are, how much has she influenced what kind of mother you are? Oh, God. Um, I am sure my mum is there uh, in the background, but I would say that I think, I'm just doing, I just think I'm just parenting my children a bit differently to the way mm. my mom parented us. And the thing that I'm surprised about with myself, because I'm not a very mm. patient person, uh, is that I'm really patient with my children. Are you? I have. Yeah, I have never ending uh, wells of patience for them that I just don't for other people. So, I mean, I'm not saying I don't snap. Of course I do. There are, you know, but. Um, a lot less than I thought, so I I am surprised about that. And and before your children are born, you don't. I, I guess you don't really know what part of no. your personality is going to float to the surface, do you? You know, you, you hope it's the good part, but what part of your personality? Yeah, is going to die yeah. Death? Uh, so yeah, the fun part. Um, so I, I'm quite. I feel relieved that my kids have brought out quite uh, the best of me, rather than the worst. It's lovely of me. though. Yeah. So they've ev- they've evened me out. They've evened me out. I'm a lot more sort of calm than I was before they were born. I think I was a bit more manic. So I mean, in other ways, they've ruined my life. Obviously, as long but, as you're not um, resentful, then it's fine. That's uh, the thing. It's not build- building up resentment is the worst. But if you accept that they ruined your life and you can get on with it and still love them, I think that's the important thing. That's what I tell myself anyway. But and also that um, you know, my life is irrevocably changed and uh, it will never go back to the way it was. And um, that's not a bad thing, necessarily. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And especially as we, you know, the, the, the plus side to being slightly older, because there are definite negatives, um, is that you, you've done so much and you're, you're sort of ready for a new chapter. You don't want to keep doing those same things that we were doing through our 20s and 30s and making the same mistakes, drinking the same drinks, taking the same drugs. Um, it's quite nice to just say, okay, this is a new chapter and it keeps things fresh and it's um, exciting. And, you know, you do, you have, you, they open different doors for you as well. You, I mean, you meet some hideous Yeah, it's true. Them, but you also <laughs> meet do it, You do get introduced people. You to, people, to people that you wouldn't normally. It opens your world up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because you suddenly are connected to a load of people that you would ordinarily never, ever speak, yeah. speak to. Uh, because you, yeah. you all have kids. And and the second you take your kids, like I never really got involved with nursery. I know people do that whole thing. At the, I like literally would like, I'd go in with, you know, blinkers. I would, I'd like no peripheral vision. Don't look at me. I don't want to talk to you. 
drop the kids off. But at school, because you know they're going to be there for like however many years, you you can't really do that. So you've got to sort of make a bit more of an effort at the school gates. And I've really had to learn to do and what are they like yeah what are they like the brighton mums and dads are they quite hip dip i mean they're fine i mean they're not as hip as you know as i no but you are very you're very mother funk aren't you you're the epitome of the name of our show you're very mother funk you are (laughs) yeah am i I, I, i'll take that you are (laughs) it's a lot of just middle class white women who are very neurotic about whether or not their kids are okay same same i don't think it's not it it, it, it's it's not um, but but people generally seem pretty chilled out i think i don't to be honest with you i can't get into it chloe does all of that she's yeah. on all the whatsapp groups she's in charge of all of that and and then i just get her to feed that stuff to me because the second i'm on a whatsapp group where it's like oh you know sadie made a volcano out of papier mache and some i don't know bicarbonate of soda and i'm just like well i just caught my two boys sniffing each other's assholes, <laughs> yeah. so i don't yeah. know what to tell you um it's true which is gen i mean like genuinely that's what they're doing uh with your brother i remember doing that i remember it so clearly it's all we wanted with my brothers and the neighbors just all sniffing each other's assholes and i remember yeah they just pull their cheeks back because i remember the beating i got when i got caught and uh, and, but i I just didn't understand i didn't think no i mean i thought that's already the punishment is you're you're nose deep in punishment mate so do do what you want (laughs) <laughs> and 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 to be honest, uh, during lockdown, you're just happy yeah. that they're occupied. So you think, well, that'll give me an extra five minutes to get on with something else. So I just left them to it. Oh, um, good for them. The the thing about having sons is, and I uh, obviously as women, um, particularly as a lesbian, it's quite interesting. Is um, all the the winky talk, or whatever you call it. I mean, my boys, <laughs> particularly the little one, he's really? obsessed with it. He's like, touch it, hold it, flick it. Look, it's got big, mama. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I've given him that sort of quite gruff Ray Winston voice. That's not his voice at all. It's amazing how proud one gets, a mother gets. I'm the so glad they've got a, um, a big one. How many fingers? How many fingers? I remember, do you have friends of ours who got twins? They always confess, right, yeah, it's a thumb. Oh, it's, it's a whole thumb. No, it's so sweet. So proud, me big dick boys. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I mean, Chloe does check out the the size of the dicks of the other little boys, and she's like, "Ours have got a bigger one." And I'm like, "I don't really know if we should be having this conversation, but okay." But we all do it. There, there is a a pride, isn't there? And when I when I noticed that um, Shirley's when I noticed that Shirley's son had bigger ballsack than mine, no, but they both both went. They're they're really flat. I I don't know what he's got an empty sack. Can you just? They got really wound up. I did, and she and I said, "Can you just check his sack's okay? Like it looks a bit empty." And she goes, "Well, why don't you touch it?" And I said, "No, I've touched it. Can you touch it?" And she was very reluctant, but then she did. She said, "It's no, just it's all touch." Okay. When I showed the boys size, were about yeah, eight size? weeks old, no more, maybe said, even less. It, it was, was oh for God's sake, Joanna, and not only you, but your willing partner also went on about it. I thought, oh my gosh. You know, Shirley's son has got a really big ball sack. Well, we've got one of each. One's got a big ball sack and one hasn't. One's got one's got a, <laughs> really? one's one's has already dropped a bit, and the other one's as you know tight as I don't know what I'm doing talking about my son's gonads on. Yeah, you've got, you've to, got stop. to stop doing that. How's your mum, Jen? How's your mum? She is uh, shielding at the moment. Um, is she? Yeah, because she 
has type one diabetes, so she's uh oh, okay, and uh, so she's not allowed out of the house. But she's fine. I think she's actually quite enjoying lockdown. I think now that nobody's doing anything, she's like, oh, this. I'm having a lovely time knowing everybody is miserable. It's just wonderful. <laughs> so she's she's all right. Oh. Yeah, it's lovely. We saw your mother when we went to your um. You know, your book launch. But oh, mother. my God. And I enjoyed her so much. I loved her outfit. I liked her look. She gets the funniest, she gets the funniest line in the she house. She did. She and she looked like down. something out of a Lorca play. She was uh, wonderfully dressed. Really, just really funky and sassy in the corner. Yeah, just bringing you down. literally didn't understand what the joke was, though. Why are people laughing? I was like, I'd, never mind, Mum. Never mind. So did you, I think the question was, um, so did, you, did you always believe that Jen would become a success? And then there was a pause and she goes, <laughs> No. And it was something like that. No, and she doubled down on it. And she watched it. She was double down on it. Like, no. Why would I? How could I know? <laughs> Why are you asking me that? And like in front of a load of very sort of British people going, I can't believe your mother said that to you. And I was like, that is not the worst I'm... thing that woman has ever said to me. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So just, you know. <laughs> it's very foreign mother. We've known it ourselves. It's foreign mother. Well, we know always bring you down. Get a fucking filter. That's what I say. Get a filter. Also, yeah. if you've been living in this country for this long, just fake it. No, they get worse. They get more pronounced. It's oh. it, something about it. Tough, tough. But she's on, she's on really good form at the moment, so I'm happy. Good. Yeah. No, there is there's something comforting, you know, we're in it together. There is something comforting, although not anymore. Everyone's sort of... Um, oh, God, Brighton's, Brighton's given up uh, oh. social distancing. Oh, my God. Everyone came down. Christ! I saw the pictures. Everywhere. Yeah. Look at Hyde Park. I mean, everywhere is absolutely rammed. Our, 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 our number went up by like 0.9 or something crazy like that after one weekend. It was just insane. So, um, yeah, I mean, but I think the easing of the lockdown, other than that's going really well. I think Good. they're really on top of it. And I feel very <laughs> confident in this government and I feel secure and I feel safe. Mm. And I know that they're going to guide us out of this in the correct way. So there's no... Yeah, so we can all relax. I feel very relaxed. I don't have anxiety dreams. I don't feel any uncertainty and I don't worry about the future because of this government. And I think that's really, I think, important. Yeah. Oh, we're in very good hands. And when you have Tony Blair on the radio this morning talking about what mess we're in, then you, 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 you start to get a bit that, panicked. When you, you miss a war just, criminal, just rem- you know things are bleak. You know? Really bleak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, it was, it's been so long since I've heard him talk like that. And I thought, wow. But yeah, he says, listen, we're doing it all wrong. Yeah. I mean, no shit. I mean, to be fair, I didn't need Tony Blair to tell me that. I could, I'd kind of figured that out on my own. Jesus wept. But old BJ, when you see him on the TV or hear him on the radio, he looks terrible. He looks like a sort of comatose polar bear. I I had, I had. uh, Have you not? He's not. Have you had Corona yet? Yet, you guys? No. Right. Have you had it? I've had it, and almost definitely, I got it uh, in March, and I was out of the picture for a good four weeks. And I got a little bit of taste, but barely any taste. So when I eat, I food is just not the same enjoyable experience it used to be. And I oh, and no. they say your taste comes back, but mine just didn't. Just hasn't. I mean, I can taste like quite really salty things or really spicy things. So I basically put sriracha on everything just so I can taste it. I put sriracha on leek and potato soup the other day. It was like, this just is like me drinking something green. So sriracha on it. It's, it's really um, weird and you can almost... Yeah. yeah. Don't take away the taste. What have we got? What, have, what, what oh, is I, there? I, you know? Absolutely. The, uh, the only thing that did come back is that I can taste um, 
wine again. And that's, let me tell you, has been a real treat because um, for about five or six weeks, I couldn't, if I drank a glass of quite heavy red wine, I wouldn't, I couldn't taste it. Can you imagine? No. Oh, of course. Would you just throw it down the garden? It still had the same effect, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested. Oh, yeah. Too much, probably. I yeah, and yeah. I, I, seven days a week. Yeah, although I didn't drink um, yesterday because I had a bad bout of um, vertigo. Dysentery. <laughs> yeah, I get dysentery. Um, I get quite bad vertigo, so I I had a real um, uh, bout of it uh, yesterday. And then once you've got vertigo, you don't want to drink because you already feel sick and dizzy and awful. So I just had to lie down. Uh, and I woke up this morning and it had gone. That's, that's unpleasant. Yeah, I get it. I get it um, all the time now. I, I, I had it for about three years and it flares and, up. When the room starts spinning and... Yeah, just um, just dizzy. Like, you know, like when you get up too quickly and you're like, whoa, that's a little bit... It's just like that yeah. for hours. <laughs> Listen, your boys are four years old. We Hi, want to know. Shelley. Five years old. Yeah. We want to know because our boys are only 20, I don't know, 19 or 20 months, something like this. Shelley will tell you. Shelley's willing partner will tell you how old, how many days they are. But <laughs> I would like to know what's a winner winner chicken dinner and what's a dead duck in terms of what's a good thing to, you know, invest in or a good place to take them? What's going to work for boys who are toddlers? I think. Moving forward. And what's a waste of well, life? Well, oh God, it's tricky, isn't it? Because you can't go yeah. anywhere. So obviously, yeah, um, well, let's say if we weren't in lockdown, well, soft play. I mean, they're they're just. Oh, I'm never going to go to soft play again. No, you say that, but you you know there'll be a dark, yeah, I'm bleak, yeah, grey day, to to and play. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, I I listen. I've the hygiene of yeah, the high don't don't even go. Don't she's coming up in hives, even thinking about the hygiene. Well, you'll come. The only place I get mine was always in the soft play. Yours were never. Mine was always in the community. He was in the library. He was always got. He always had a cold. I don't mind about that, but it's post all this. Oh no! Like now, I mean, I'm pretty sure coronavirus started in a soft play off the A27. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so (laughs) soft play that yeah only because they well boys in particular. I can't speak to girls because I don't have daughters, but boys in particular, you've got to run them like dogs. Yes. They've got so much energy. So I've just found that any game where they get to run, so we pretend, pretend games, you know, like superheroes or that they're explorers or they're right. always, they've always got to be something where they're the best, basically. Okay. And, and, so, and so it begins. Um, uh, and then we just, <laughs> you know, we've, we just run them until they, you know, Mama, please, okay. can I go Until home? Until you're exhausted. And then it's like... Until you're exhausted. Yeah, and then it's bath, bed. Sometimes we don't even feed them. No, I'm kidding. And then, um, yeah, so, so that they'll sleep, so that those fuckers will sleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's... And if you can't do that in lockdown, then disco party. Put the... Disco get party? Get the music on, whatever music yeah. you, oh, music that yes, you yes, like. Yes. Don't be listening yeah. to uh, the wheels on the bus. No, we do. Music you like. Yeah. And then... Get those um, glow sticks, turn the lights off, attach the glow sticks with some... Oh, maybe glow sticks. I'm like, and then yeah, switch the light sticks. off and then they're all lit up like a glow stick skeleton and then go, yeah, let's dance to Dua Lipa. Yeah, that's... And yeah. then they go mental for a while and then you tell them that they're really good at gymnastics when they're absolutely appalling and they can't even do a forward roll. That's good, glow um, sticks. Disco party. You know, 
I saw one of your um, Instagram photos and you have exactly the same junk in your garden as I do. That trampoline and that um, tiny tyke slide. I've got oh, exactly one and one of your sons was just leaping off the t- trampoline. Mine doesn't hasn't mastered the art of jumping alone. So it's a waste of time. I just have unbent double doing my backing, just bouncing him up and down. Hop little bunny, hop, hop, oh, yeah. hop, 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 little bunny, hop, hop, hop. Please. Um, it's a killer. That's, that's actually triggering yeah. that song. Yeah, so many songs actually trigger for that me. That Baby Shark one can fuck wind off as well. Wind the bobbin no, 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 up. No, yeah, that no, one. No, no, I've no, never yeah. even heard of off. Wind the bobbin up until I had kids. I was like, oh. where did this song come from? Yeah. But people actually sing it really earnestly, you know. Wind, wind the bobbin, bobbin up. up. Wind. I can go fuck itself it- as well. That one, the duck song, I used to like a lot, but now I have PTSD. Um, the shark song, I can't stand. My mother-in-law plays that for him, and it literally brings me up. I get really aggressive. My whole body sort of goes rouge, and I yeah. start getting quite aggressive. Um, but yes, there are many songs that do trigger it. And also, when I was doing, half a pound of tuppany rice. Half a pound. <laughs> you were singing that to me earlier. Oh, what is tuppany rice? It's rice. Half a pound. It's rice for, rice for a, a, it's rice for a tuppence. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tuppany rice really annoys me. It's like something that old, what's her name from Oliver would sing? Nancy. Oh, oh yeah. for a pound and of tuppany rice. rice. Oh, oh, I've been beaten to death in an alley. Oh, yeah. That oh. classic Wait, children's did tale. Did you guys, this is to be both of you, actually, because I think we're in the same boat. I actually don't sing a lot of these songs, any of these songs, because I didn't grow up with English songs because I had a fine mother. So I grew up with Arabic songs, and which I know all of them. And I don't really know the language all that well. I just know the nursery rhymes. And my next door neighbour, who was proper old school Brit, taught me all the jelly on the plate. The jelly on the plate. I've only, only ever heard you sing that. Yeah. So I've, <laughs> I've never so heard I that know jelly on the plate, but I don't know. I go to all these groups and I'm, I'm lip reading. I'm trying to learn it for the first time. You know, I present, as I say, as, as, as a local girl. I just don't know what the hell they're talking about. So actually, my son doesn't know any of these songs. I haven't taught many of the Arabic ones either. He just knows the chart music. We don't sing any of the nursery rhymes. Don't, don't worry about yeah, it. Easy. I mean, like, I don't, no, I'm I don't not worried. think my sons know any of those songs either. I think they know Baby Shark, but, but that's about it. But were you sung, like, English? Were, were, um, you, were you sung, were you sung yeah. you younger by your mother? By yeah, my dad. Are. Okay. My mum didn't know them. Yeah, I, for, I forget there's always another one. Yeah. <laughs> There's that bloke that hangs around. He he sort of got involved a little bit. So we, we, and and also probably from going to nursery, maybe that you you learn these things at nursery. I can't remember any songs in nurseries. I remember hymns from school. To be a pilgrim, but apart from that, I don't remember (laughs) any nursery. Oh yes, oh yes, we had to change it because we had a we had a, a, a a lesbian headmistress. And um, she looked the part and she, uh, she changed the part. All... She, she looked the part. She looked the part. And she changed all of the, um, any reference to a man in all the hymn books to she. She, so it was, who, she would valiant who would valiant against all disaster. Oh, I love that. Disaster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, had, oh, she was a hero. I had a nun as my headmistress. So practically, I'm assuming she's a lesbian. Um, but she didn't change any of the pronouns, she unfortunately. Not. No, she was consumed with internalised homophobia. You need yeah. to call it a pronoun. You're so clever. Oh, my goodness. If that oh, is the dear. measure of cleverness, Joanna, we are fucked. <laughs> Do you know what I'm 
really gutted about my whole experience of being in an all-girls school is I didn't get a single tuppence. Um, a bit of tuppence. I didn't get a single tuppence. No, I didn't. <laughs> Did you I didn't not? get a single oh, tuppence my... of rice. Did you really not get tuppence? <laughs> tuppence a bag? No, there was there was oh, there was no, your mates did. Oh. I remember in Shirley's year, they were all fingering each other in the hallway. You couldn't go and get your PE kit without f- f- girls frolicking off I... of each other. I just assumed that everybody's stop. school was just nothing to do with virulently me. homophobic as mine. And, and then I learned from all of my friends like who aren't even gay, like, oh, no, we were always snogging each other. Yeah, and giving each other, all over each other. Giving each other a digit in the yeah, toilets. Exactly. And I was like, what? I mean, literally, <laughs> I am genuinely a lesbian. And I, I, if I looked at a girl sideways, people would go, oh, Lesa, uh, look at her, she's a lesbian. And I'd be going, no, I like... I like Rick Astley. You know, I, I would have... Oh, no. <laughs> immediately picking the wrong person to find attractive. No, our school was very... <laughs> We've been together for so long. <laughs> so good. What is Sharon saying? Fantastic. I can't remember the words. Shelley, do you have any more questions for Yen, otherwise known as Jen Brister? Fish and chips or paella? Paella? I mean, I do like fish and chips. Okay, yeah. next I, one. Yeah, because I like a prawn. I like a. Well, you just I like you a prawn. have to choose one. And you don't have to think about it. Everyone likes a pussy prawn. Yeah. Everyone likes a. You only got one. Um, Shelley. Okay, uh, Yen. Let's say, for example, we were yeah. in lockdown. What's your favourite restaurant these days? <laughs> Greasy Spoon. Absolutely anywhere. Okay. The last, the last, the last time uh, I took, I took. Where did I go? You know, in Brighton, they have all these uh, restaurants that prefix with the name Ginger. Ginger Man, Ginger Dog, Ginger Pig. Ginger Pig. Ginger. And we know Ginger Pig, the butcher. And I went to, I went to one of those uh, in Brighton, and it's sort of a Michelin star thing. Uh, and we went for Chloe's birthday, and I would happily... The food was incredible. Wow. The wine was incredible. Stop. The second bottle of wine was incredible. Wow. And I would love to go back to one of those ginger places. Or... Um, there's this couple of seafood restaurants in Iceland called uh, Riddle and Finns and also the Salt Rooms. They're both amazing. Or, oh, yeah, I know the Salt Rooms. Um, 64 Degrees. 64, 64, 64 Degrees. Now, is that triggering for you? Is that? No, because I haven't you know heard that? it before. It sounds very inviting. You haven't? Well, it's on CBeebies. So oh, I don't know it. Up. don't know oh, it. So it's not a restaurant. Yeah. All to come. All to come. But let's say, for example, huh? you were, let's say, for example, you were allowed into one of these restaurants and you had a booth. It was you and three other guests. Who would those guests be? They could be dead or alive. Fuck. You two. We'd have a lovely... I would absolutely love that. That's really kind. And we could get completely trolled. Yeah, just... Yeah. We could do you and your wife and me and my comedy wife. Yeah. That would be nice. Let's go out and get hammered. Don't worry about the childcare. Let's do that. Oh, how exciting. Yay. Let's do it. (laughs) Well, listen, darling, thank Thank you you so much much for talking to us remotely from your home. I can't believe that we've just done this and it's been recorded. I feel like we've just... I hope it's been recorded. Why why didn't we just do this without the podcast before? I know. We should have just had a chat. (laughs) We we could have... I love that. This is typical performers. We need a podcast in order to, to communicate get together. with each other. <laughs> you just yeah, because yeah, people need to listen to our shows. It's not enough to I have mean. a conversation. The p- other people aren't listening in. Did it really happen? <laughs> it's very good that you've listened to our podcasts, our lowbrow podcast about motherhood. Honestly, I listened. I, I was cooking. Uh, this was on Friday last week, and I, I can't remember what I was cooking. Something. I cooked something separate for the no, kids. No taste. And yeah, I can't taste it. And. Um, I had you, I think I listened to about five episodes back to back because they're about 20 minutes yeah. long, aren't they? 
So I listened to, I listened to like, every time Chloe came down, she went, God, this is a long episode. God, don't have to go like, yeah. on. At least you don't have to bang on. I'm going to turn this shite off. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll get, we we'll get Chloe on next. Oh, okay. Well, heard it. you don't need it. You can, you can hear everything you need to hear about Chloe through me. Good. I'm, I won't allow it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> it's much better that way. Thank <laughs> Thanks you, for Jen. having me. Ladies and gents, and those who identify as other, please give it up for Jen Brister. Thank you so much. There she goes. No, there she goes. She's a, she's a winner. You know, the, the thing is, don't you, don't you find, Shelley, when you're talking to these wonderful people who have achieved so much, you know, in the moment, there's so much you want to ask and you don't ask all those questions. You, you, you get just carried start, away in banter. You get carried away in ridiculous banter. But it's lovely, isn't it? It's been such a long time since we've caught up with the lovely Yen. And no, you're right. She's achieved a lot. No, she's achieved a lot. And I know from her book that she said, um, the other mother, she said that actually when she had the kids and twins mind you double trouble a bit like myself i'm a, i'm, I'm one half of a double up. trouble with you and with me brother um you know that she said that's when i kicked into gear that's when i kicked into first gear and started yeah. doing shit and st- stuff started happening so that's a sort of um message of hope to all sort of yeah. uh, working mothers out there actually your career could just turn on a tuppence once you have your children it doesn't have to go backwards. It could indeed go forwards. It's not all downhill. It's no. not all downhill. There's hope. There is hope. Wonderful. Okay, well, a huge thank you to Mabel Productions. Thank as you. ever. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Long One. Thank you. And ciao for now. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.